Blog Talk Radio. Some days life feels perfect, other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. Yo, it's crazy, amazing, we can turn our hearts through the words we say. Mountains crumble with every syllable, hope can live or die. So speak life. Other than that, life is good. Um, 
just, I'm trying to think, were we on, were we on, nope, nope, uh, Brandon, uh, we, we had a, a really good time last week celebrating Brandon's birthday, uh, last Thursday, and so that was, that, actually, Brandon, I kind of celebrated Wednesday and Thursday, but the dinner was Thursday, so uh, that was really cool, because I got, got a chance to to spend time with grandbaby and and this was the first time to to me that she it, I told Brandon I said I really think she knows me now. Just <laughs> 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 so, it, it was it was different for some reason it was just she just just stuck to me and matter of fact she uh, told Jimmy she said down and she wanted him to put her down and she came right over there and and for me to pick her up and Jimmy was like wait a minute. <laughs> so it was uh it was just a, a, a good time. Um so that was good. Um and other than that, you know, just kinda hanging out and, and just taking life one day at a time, dealing with crazy people and crazy situations, but but <laughs> you know, what what's new what's new on that end? What's new on that end, so Tammy, I got a question for you. Okay. Isn't it amazing when you look at babies, when you look at, like, your grandchild, when I look at my child, isn't it amazing, like, how they have no care in the world? They are just as happy and just as free, and they have yet to feel the cares of the world. Like, Nadia wakes up with a smile on her face every day. She wakes up in the morning, and before her eyes open, she already knows that she wants milk and Mickey Mouse. Like, and she will say it. Before she, like, she will, like, <laughs> she will roll over, sit up, and say, milk? Me, mouse? Like, without even, like, blinking. Like, there, like, her world is what she thinks, what she wants, and it's like, where are these things? Like she has no, like she has no idea that we're in the midst of a pandemic. She has no idea that people are suffering, that people are struggling. She she has no idea what 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 what, what trouble is or what what a struggle is. Like she she is just so free in her mind. That 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 just blows me away. Like, just about every day. Like, she's a human being, but and, and Nadia knows a lot. Like, she 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 sees a lot. She recognizes a lot, and she has like a really good memory. She does not forget anything or anybody. It amazes me how she goes about every day. And granted, I know she's a baby. But it amazes me at how she goes about every 
day life. Rodney, how do you think, um, because I, oh gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you, you went there because, as you know, I've, I've shared just my fascination with seeing her um, respond to life in just the smallest things that we take so so that we take for granted, like just just I mean, wow, like her her smile and her focus and her just the way her eyes light up when she, like I said, I think last last week turned the light on. Matter of fact, she did that Thursday. Her head every time I would turn the light on, she would throw her head back and look back at me mm-hmm. again, just fascinated with with light. But how? How often do we, I don't know if we really know, we don't think about the light and the utilities and things like that until our power goes out. Like we really mm-hmm. understand uh, I depend, how, how dependent we are on it. But it also reminds me, there was a, a family years and years ago, the family was, was homeless. It was the mother, father, grandmother, and it was two kids. And I remember looking at those kids because they were so happy. Like, they didn't know what homeless was. Like, they had no idea <laughs> what their family was going through. Like, they literally was, was at, at a store um, trying to get out uh, into Cordova um, so that they can try to get a room. There was a, a place out there that was a little bit um, – nicer but but cheaper as well and so i just remember looking at them um and thinking they don't they have no idea and i I, so my question about how how do you how do we go from that to this (laughs)
going to take off. And I had to grab her because, excuse me, children don't know fear, at least not at that age. They have to be taught Mm -hmm. fear. They have to be taught to be afraid. It's the same thing when it comes to racism. They have to be taught not to like somebody because of the color of their skin. They have to be taught not to like boys or girls. They have to be taught, you know, not to like religions that are different from theirs. Like, we teach children so many things and don't even realize that we're teaching it to them. Like, we're we're putting things into them. Now, that is not always a bad thing because there are things that, yeah, you want to teach your children to stay away from. But we have a tendency, our characteristics into children. And that's why you can have elementary school children talking about politics as if they really know what's going on. When the 2016 election happened, I I had kids in my my fifth and sixth grade class. So we're talking about kids who are like 10, 11, and 12 talking about Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump as if they really knew anything about Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And the Hispanic kids were talking about how Donald Trump wanted to deport them. The you know the the kids who were raised in, and 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 they were and they were white. The kids who were, who were raised in you know homes that supported Donald Trump, you know homes that were you know the parents were Republicans. They were talking about how like Hillary was going to jail, and it was like, where'd you get this from? So we teach children. A lot of different things So How they get from being This sweet innocent people Granted They will try you And and granted they are going to do things That are not good Or they're going to do things That you're not going to agree with But how they go from these Precious human beings Who know no difference Or who know no boundaries to the people that we see today, a lot of it, I'm not going to say all of it, but a lot of it, Tammy, I think it is taught. We teach children so many things, and we have to be careful. This older guy, when I was working in the warehouse, um, when I was going through college, he always said, if, if you follow an ignorant child home, somebody ignorant is going to open the door for them. And basically... What he was saying was, like, that child did not become the way that they are on their own. We expect children to make bad decisions. We expect children to do childish things. However, you can a lot of times tell where, like, where this child um, was, like, brought up or raised because a lot of times – because even with bad children, and I put quotes around bad because I don't like to call children bad, but you can pretty much tell, like, okay, something is not right when they go home. Because even I remember, Tammy, when I was growing up, even the drug dealers had respect for the elders in the neighborhood. 
Now, mm-hmm. teenagers, people in their 20s, even in their 30s, they have no respect for their elders. None. They will. Ronnie, do you think that they like, weren't taught? Do you think uh, that's interesting? Because I, we, I, I recently had a situation with some some young young people. Just just an observation of them. But do you think that for the most part, they our young people have not been taught to say like thank you, um, just to hold a door for a, a woman or anybody. Like they will walk in front of you and let the door close and not think. Maybe sometimes not even see you. But do you think that? Parents have not, or or are not that kind of old school. Because uh, we were taught, we were taught to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, thank you, please, and that kind of thing. We 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 were taught to be respectful, especially to your elders. Like that was, huh, that was that was a must. <laughs> so, do you think that it's just not being taught, or or what? Why do you think that is? I think. Now, I think nowadays, children are being told, not being taught, meaning things are being mentioned, probably when it's too late, but things are being mentioned. They're being spoken of, but they are not being taught, meaning when you were growing up, when I was growing up, and our parents talk to us about different things, when they taught us about things, they not only said, Tammy, you say thank you. You put a handle on somebody's name. But they also held you accountable. If you did not say Mr. or Mrs., if you did not say thank you, if you did not say, you know, you're welcome, like if you did not exercise those manners that they that they in, instilled in you, there were consequences. You didn't just get to talk to people any kind of way. We don't do that anymore. We'll say, oh, you should do things this way. And then that's, then that's the end of the conversation. Or it'll come up again, but it's more so like, you know, parents are, or I can say adults because it's not just parents, but we'll, we'll, we'll tell kids what to do and then when they don't do it, they talk about the child as if, like, these are just, like, different children or new children. No, they, they are still children. And that's why you can see kids give certain people respect but not others. That's why, like, if, if let, 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 let's use my own daughter. I know how Tammy operates. Right, so if my daughter is over Tammy's house, I know that while they are like having fun and they might be, you know, doing like sleepovers and s'mores and roasting marshmallows, whatever the case may be, I also know that Tammy's not gonna let my daughter talk to her any kind of way, right? But my daughter could go over, um. Tammy's next door neighbor's house and talk to her using any kind of language. Why? Because Tammy's going to demand a certain respect the next door neighbor may not. And so that's why we see kids 
Like they are certain they are a certain way with, you know, adults who they respect and things change when they're around adults who they don't respect. I remember when I first started teaching, parents could not believe how their kids acted in my class, meaning they could not believe that their kids did not talk in my class. They could not believe that their kids were polite in my class. And they would they would say to me, wait a minute, they're not like that at home. Because I would tell, like, we would have parents at the conference. And I don't know how they are at home until you tell me. But they would say, you know, when, I, when I'm giving them, like, my report, like, hey, they, they're so sweet, they're so nice, like, they don't talk, like, you know, they only, like, you know, uh, participate, like, when we're going over things, like, when we're going over homework and stuff, and they would be like, what? Because I can't get them to shut up at home. Or, like, they always talk back to me. Like, how did you – but there was a difference. Like, I don't know how you do things with y'all, but I know in this classroom – Ain't nobody, ain't nobody 10, 11, or 12 going to talk to me in the kind of way. But that was what I, like, pre- presented to my kids. Like, these are the expectations. But not only am I not going to disrespect you, I mean, and not only are you not going to disrespect me, I'm not going to disrespect you either. Just because I'm an adult and you're a child doesn't give me the right to talk to you any kind of way. So it's one of those things that, like, teaching involves consistency, it involves accountability, but it also involves you practicing what you preach. If I'm preaching respect, guess what? The first thing I got to do is show you respect. So I don't think people are practicing respect anymore. Okay, I have a question for you. Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something with you. And one of, I heard this today. Um, and share something that I heard a few days ago. Um, let me start with the one I heard a few days ago. Um, and you may have seen this or know about this, but they're they're making or have made signs they put up in 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 the cars for people, mothers, fathers, parents, or whomever, I guess, to say you have a child in the in the back seat, so that people won't leave their children in the car. And mm-hmm. let me say, not say leave, but they will not forget that their children are in the car. And I just, I heard that and I'm thinking we're in, we're in a really bad time if grown-up parents have to be reminded that their child or someone's child is in the backseat. Like we're, I, I just, I don't, I don't get that. Like, have are we so caught up and so consumed that this great mind that we have forgets? Now, different for somebody who has all time something who's going through some challenges, but I'm talking about a whole healthy person, like the kids say, got a whole boyfriend who's a whole healthy seemingly person. Um, we're just in a bad time if, if if we need things like that. And today I saw where they're saying that the average person spends about four and a half hours on their cell phone. 
dealing with it some way, in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And I'm, I'm reminded of that every day that someone almost runs out the road or runs into me, and I, and I can't help but notice they're, they're on the phone texting, basically, because, I mean, I think you can, you can talk to a degree. But when it comes down to, like, people are literally on the interstate maybe going 45, 50 because they are having a whole conversation. And the first thing that they do, some, not all, when there's a stoplight, um, stop sign, back to that phone. And it's like, so it's like, when did we become people that drive with the cell phone in our hands? Like, what is that about? What is so important? What, what do we need to know? So bad. And is that taking up the space that naturally just lets you know that your your child is in the in the in the car with you? I just don't get that. I don't get that at all. And so I I I'm, I'm, I guess I'm coming back to people in general. Um, because I think when I look at people now, they just seem like they are lifeless, like there's no soul. I had a, a, a wonderful conversation with the guy who I was going to bring on the show um, later on, but we, we were talking about just people in general and the state of the mind today and the spirit. And... I said these words to him that we have, um, and I read this in, in an article somewhere, and, and they were saying, don't be a coffin to your soul. But don't be a coffin to your soul. And that's just, just, just dead. It's spiritually dead. And so these are the people who um, need that sign, Right. In, in the car are so detached. Like, I pulled up at Walgreens <laughs> a few days ago. There were two small kids in the back of the car with the car running. They were in there when I pulled up. They were in there when I came out. And they were just playing, just, just, you know. But yet, parents are told every day, don't leave your kids in the car. And car running. Now, not only, so it's not hot, and I'm sure that's why they left it on. But what children, like you said, children don't know the dangers of water, that they can drown in the water. So what if they somehow just said, oh, let me do what mommy does or daddy does. Let me move yep. this, shift this gear because they do what we do. They see what we do and they want to do what we do and ride it like they want what we have. That's why the remote Mary control is fascinating. That. The cell phone is, is fascinating to them. What we eat, like they want what they see they want to do what they see us doing they want to eat what they see us eating um mm-hmm. so i just I, 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 I we're just we're just we seem lost and i and it's almost like we've gained so much um like technology wise and microwave just being able to do so much that it's taking our taking away our ability to think and process um and make healthy decisions. It's just, it's like we are losing 
what we were, what we as humans were given. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? Tammy, I, 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 <laughs> it's funny that you went there because that that that's one of my uh, biggest fears. Like I. And, and I think about one of my cousins who told me, like, you know, before Tamaria was even pregnant, like, we were just, like, visiting, and she was talking about her her experiences as a mother and, like, what she went through, like, just in her own mind. Like, you really just, like, especially, like, your first child, you have no idea. Like, you think you know, but you don't really, you know, like, you really don't know. Um, like, as a parent, like, we think, like, because we're around, like, nieces and nephews or we might be teachers or, like, we see children, we're like, oh, I would never do that. She was like, but when you have your first kid, like, you really, like, it's like, oh, my God, like, I have this human being that I'm responsible for, and, like, you don't want to do anything to hurt your child, and it's like you worry about every little thing, and even though, like, for the most part, I don't think I worry, but at the same time, it's like I try to be very cautious, and and, and and I think about a lot of different things. Like, for example, like, Tamaria is an adult, right? So if I leave Tamaria in the car, Tamaria knows how to take her seatbelt off <laughs> and, like, get out of the car, like, wait a minute, it's too hot in here, or Tamaria knows how to take her seatbelt off, or Tamaria knows how to, like, turn on the air. Our one-year-old daughter doesn't know how to do that, right? As as gifted and as smart as, like, we think she is, I don't know if she can do that. Like, I don't think that she can do that. So, for me, like, it's always a thought in my mind, where is my child? How is my child doing? You know, like, it, it is a constant thought. Like, I think about Tamaria or worry. Well, I don't really worry about Tamaria because, again, like, I know Tamaria is good, right? But I, I know that my one-year-old daughter can't do the things that my wife can do for herself. So to answer your question, the answer is yes, we are that distracted as people. I cannot tell you how many times me, Tamaria, and Nadia have gone for a ride. Like, because if we don't have any plans, in which we really haven't, like, during this pandemic, but if we don't have any plans and we just, like, you know, especially, like, Sunday, like, that's, like, the one day that we know that like the three of us are going to be here, we always try to do something together as a family. And I cannot tell you how many times we've been out on the highway and the speed limit is 70 or the speed limit is 65 and I'm going 70, whatever the case is. And you see one car come past you. Pew! Like, you know they're going over 100 miles an hour. Then, less than two seconds later, you see another one. Pew! Like, they're racing. And it's like people do not 
care. Whatever it is, we are all about it, especially if it does not matter. And that is why our children are suffering. Because we'd rather be we'd rather be on social media. We we we'd rather be on Facebook. We'd rather be on Twitter. We'd rather be on Instagram. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with social media because there is not. However, you should not be so into social media that you cannot function. I remember walking into, um, and this is when I was a teacher. Thank God I have not had this experience as an administrator, but I remember walking into people's classrooms, even my own teammates, when we're supposed to be teaching, and I just had a quick question, and they're sitting at their desk on their phones. What? Like, even when I was in college and I was student teaching, I had to submit a video. Like, I had to be recorded. Do you know the teacher? (laughs) I'm in college now. I'm trying to get my degree. The teacher turned the video on, put it, like, angled it towards the front of the classroom, and sat down and was on her computer the whole time. Like, did not follow me around the classroom so you could hear me talking, but you couldn't see me. Because she was too busy shopping online. Like, just did not care. And I was like, wait a minute. But that's how we are. And I was having a discussion with the the ladies who work in our front office today. We are so entitled in our society that the thought of change, it aggravates us because it means that I got to come out of my comfort zone in order to survive. And it's like, what? Life changes all the time. But we can't do that. I can't tell you, Tammy, the number of times that, like, kids get left in the dark. And I don't mean literally, well, literally, but especially figuratively. Like, where kids are just left to just figure things out for themselves because their parents had them, didn't really want to have them, and now they're left to figure things out for themselves. Yeah. And we wonder why we have a jacked up society. Well, look at the parenting that has happened over the years. Because people really didn't want to have kids. They wanted to they they, they wanted to go they, they were the opposite of Allen Iverson. They wanted to go to practice, but they didn't want to go to the game. They wanted to keep having sex, but they didn't want to have children. And so now we have a lost society because we have children who had parents who really did not want to be parents and they were left to figure things out for themselves. And a lot of them did not. I was talking to a friend today and they were saying uh, reason number, reason number 4,005, Tammy, why we got to keep going with the show but they were saying how they were listening to the show last week, and they were like, 
you know, they know somebody who could benefit from, like, forgiving their parents. And I said, well, here's the thing. You got to want to do that. That's not something that, like, just happens. It's not something that somebody just makes you do. You got to want to forgive. You got to want to move on. You got to want to do better. It doesn't just happen like that. And so that is the society that we are living in. The reason why people are in leadership positions, had a conversation with somebody at work today. People know how to scheme their way to the top. And that's why we look at people like in the education world. We can look at principals, assistant principals, superintendents, like human resources. If you're in the private sector, like you can look at managers and directors and CEOs. And like, we're like, how in the, excuse me, how in the hell did they get there? Because you're, you're like, there is no way that they belong there. There's no way. Because you don't have to be competent anymore. I'm grateful that, like, the staff that I work with, I'm glad and I'm grateful that, like, they they like me and they appreciate me. But even I feel like a lot of times, like, there are areas where I need to grow, right? But I'm at least one of those people, like, I, I'm at least one of those people that, like, you know, even if I never expressed to, this to anybody else, like, I know, like, I don't know this. I don't know that. Like, you know, I'm trying to work on it. But, like, there are people in in every industry who have no business being at the top. And then I'm going to turn it back over to you on this one so I don't get off track. And then they will tell you hard work will get you to the top. Or hard or people are millionaires and billionaires because of hard work. No, they're not. Some of them are. Some people have literally climbed their way to the top. Like they, they have struggled and like, you know, they they did but it's a very small percentage because hard work it it it, it is not the thing. It is not the only thing that will get you to the top. Because if you think about the people that you know that work hard, they are always at the bottom. In education the people who work the hardest are the teachers, the bus drivers, the people who work in, in the cafeteria, the instructional assistants. Like, those are the people that work the hardest. McDonald's, who works the hardest? The cashiers, the people in the drive through the people in the grill. Like, those are the people who work the hardest. It's not the people who are sitting back collecting the fat paychecks. They don't work as hard as the people on the front lines. It doesn't happen. But that is what we tell people. Sorry, back to you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That 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 is fine. Um, gosh, I had a question, but I forgot it. It was. Um, oh, oh. Okay, so I went to the post office and I was going. I was making a decision if I wanted to do the two day. Um, you know, priority or whatever, so that it would get there within two days. And so 
I decided, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I think that would be good because then that way um, this this little person can get their gifts, you know, on their birthday. So she said, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but don't spend your money on that because it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, but you asked me if I wanted to do it. What do you mean it's not going to happen? She was like, we know it's not going to happen, but they don't want us telling the customers um, that, you know, we're just supposed to take your money and, 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 and let you pay for it. And she said, and we're also not supposed to tell you that, like she said, people will call. Well, she was telling me that the phones had been down and how, how pleasant it had been. And she said, people just have, people have been calling, calling, calling about looking for packages that are somewhere just sitting in a warehouse, but they don't want us to tell the people that, um, you know, that they're sitting because of what's going on, you know, with the Trump deal, that packages are just sitting in warehouses, you know, in limbo. And I said, so basically they don't want you to tell them the truth. He said, no, they don't. And we got in a a conversation about people that the way that we, um, that we look at, that we modify the truth to please people. And I think what made me think about it, you said people feel so entitled. Um, And I I think because we as just overall, we don't deal with the rights, the real stuff. We just, we just tiptoe around everything seemingly like, and not really um, approach things in a way that we can learn, grow, solve them first, learn, grow, and move forward. We water down the truth. You know, people who are loud and obnoxious and say things that are just need to be addressed, like even their, what they say, their tone, how they say it, their attitude, we just, don't, we, we, just, we just overlook it. Like, oh, it's just who they are. And they get to continue and go around hurting people, saying anything they want, doing anything they want, and nothing's done, nothing's said. So some of like some of those same people who are in those positions, and there there are people that know that they shouldn't be there, and in in most cases mm-hmm. they're not even doing the work, like they're not performing. Yet no one you, you can you can't even really get fired these days. I mean, like you can, but it's it's like this tiptoe situation to where um, we got to tiptoe around it. Even if you are not doing your job, like, what is this? Like, if you are hired to do something and you're not doing it, why do we have to sugarcoat the situation? If you've been given chance after chance, like, we have to tiptoe and play and make, really, and make, make the truth a lie. That's really what we do. We don't do it, even though mm-hmm. going back where it says the truth, the truth shall set you free. And I think we do a lot of that, even with 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 parenting, um, and certainly in our own living. Um, we just don't deal with the real. We just don't deal with it. And so I think kids, like we're afraid, we don't want people's feelings hurt, even if they're the if they're the bully. Which is a good example. Bullies, bullies will get 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 off scot free, but as soon as someone retaliates or you know stand up for themselves, now they're wrong. But the bully has did this all year. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And and made it through. So it's like we just we just we we don't say what needs to be said, do what needs to be done, and we just don't handle things with the truth. And I think that has destroyed our children and made them feel more entitled for sure and and have this ego um that is beyond who they are, like that that will will just shatter their life. Um, like people have the need, people seemingly they think some people think they're always right. Like they know everything, they're always right. Um, never want anything about them to be questioned or challenged. Um, don't look see outside of the box. It's just me, 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 and we know that comes from from an ego, um, but there's a difference, like we said last week, I think it was last week, Rodney's dealing with a child who needs who needs attention, who really needs it, or just wants it because they feel like I'm, I, I am who I am. You know, I come from, you know, the north side or whatever. You don't know who my parents are, so you're going to, you know, you're going to treat me and do this to me or whatever. There's, there's a difference. So I'm not saying that we... Um, don't deal with people with where they are, but we allow too many people to get away with too many things down to customer mm-hmm. service. Like as as consumers, we 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 take too much. We deal with bad customer service. We never say anything. Um, we take it, take it, take it. I went into Walmart. Lord have mercy, and it is. I, they had three registers where people were li- actually checking you out. Everything else is self-checkout. Pretty soon, everywhere we go, we're going to have to do our own self-checkout. Why? Because we don't demand that someone else check me out. And lines are wrapped around because how, people really don't know um, codes. You got people, elderly people who don't know how to use it. Like there should you should have a better option, and not only that, we're taking jobs away from the people who need. And and then you'll tell a cashier, or you'll say, "Well, you know, you can go to self checkout. I'm trying to save your job because the computer, the robot's going to be doing have your job." But it doesn't matter. And then a whole another subject, people will show up. I sometimes wonder, did you did you come to work? Like because it's like you're bothering them. You're coming in into a place where they work. There's a service you came in for a service, a need. And they're angry with you because you're there. Like this is I have asked people, You are okay. You did come here for me and you to have this interaction, right? You know, like if it's chicken, I believe I was you know, you are selling chicken and I want some. And, and, and it'll sometimes it's, people will laugh because I guess it was like, okay, I need to lighten up a little bit. And I won't say it harsh. I'll be like, just like that, like, you know, we cool, right? Everything's okay. Somebody in the back got y'all held up. I need to do it just like because they seem so just, just broken, <laughs> mad, angry. Angry is the word, just angry, angry. And for the life of me, I don't get it. Like, going back to the light situation or just babies being so fascinated, like, we know what it is or what it feels like to to be in the dark, to not have uh, electricity, 
yet we're not we're not we don't find things like that to just keep the day going. There's so many things that we should be thankful for. Like the man I mentioned, the homeless guy. Here I am, ratting, raving um, over. I can't even remember what it was now, but and I looked over, and that same homeless guy that I'd seen on the way out come back that evening. He's still out there, just chilling and seemingly as happy as can be. And here I am, sweating small stuff while I'm going to a nice, comfortable, heated air condition, whatever, food, home. Like, my things are not in a basket. Yet he seemed seemingly, in this moment, he's happier than, than I am. <laughs> and I looked over there, and it, and I had to <laughs> put myself in check. Like, I, I had a reality check. And maybe that's a good place to come back to you, because, like, why are we afraid to, because not everybody will see that like that. Most won't, I think. Like they'll look at that homeless man and and judge judge him. I I looked at him and I judged myself. Like wow, I am I am I'm creeping around small stuff and it has changed my energy, changed my attitude, put me in this funk. And there's the same man I saw cheerfully walking the opposite direction when I was going. And now he's chilling, found him a good little spot hours later, like six, seven hours later. And he's still chirping, happy, just walking as if he's walking in, in, just in, in the most beautiful place in the world. Like I could feel his, his energy from the car. And I thought, wow, wow. You know, so... Um, I've had a homeless guy say, I don't know how you all do it. I, would, I, I wouldn't do what you do every day. And Ryan, it goes back to freedom, what we talked about before the show. Like, he's like, I wouldn't be a slave <laughs> to, to, to jobs and got to go and got to say you wouldn't go to the bathroom when you can take your break. And he said, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> you know? But can you imagine that? Can you imagine, like, seeing a homeless person who is just, he's straight, he or she is absolutely free. Mm-hmm. Spirit is free. It has to be to endure something like that with peace. And then you have some, I've had stories, and I'll turn it back over to you, where I've seen where homeless people have been given, um, you know, places to live, and it's difficult for them to adapt to that change. Like it's difficult, they find they have issues sleeping in a bed. And so what we find is necessary, common, um, absolutely necessary, when you give it to people who've not had it, it's like, I don't need that. Like, I want my cardboard back. I want my little corner, um, you know, in, in, in downtown. I, I, that That's what I'm used to. And that brings us to yeah. a whole other subject. Maybe we can pick back on Because <laughs> I did want to talk about the mindset um, a little bit. I wanted to get into just how do you change your mindset? Can we? What is a mindset? But just, and, and we'll pick up there if you'll remind me, Rodney, about how, like, we, we you hear that story, like, 
if I give you a home, you're homeless, I would give you all the things you need. But because your life has gone so long without those things, and although they seem so natural to the world, to you they're foreign, and adapting to those things that we see as necessities is difficult for you because you've adapted to your lifestyle and your experiences. So homelessness works for you, not just physically, but mentally. That's your high, whereas this this, this um, nice little big place has become my high. And then I look at your situation and think, how do you do this? But he's looking at me like, no, how do you do that? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I want to I want to share a few things and and shout out to my 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 good friend Christine Wooten who um, uh, taught at, at at our school. Uh, Tammy, she's one of the uh, matter of fact she's she's your friend too on Facebook. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. she taught at our school for for twenty years, um, and I'm going to come back to this. Um, because because I, I want to tie her into um, what you just said about mindset, so I want to come back to her. But shout out to her because she's been she's been she's been listening to us um, since either March or April. I can't remember the exact date, but uh, she she said I grew up in a community, and and this is going back to. Um, the very beginning of our conversation tonight, and she said, I grew up in a community of 99.9% white people and never knew anything about politics or black people. While I obviously wasn't raised around any diversity, I could be a case study. Our mom never voiced an opinion, like or dislike, didn't teach us to hate one way or the other. She taught us to be good people, I guess. And then she said, respect, <laughs> with three exclamation points. And then she said, um, and then I think this is when I started talking about, like, children. She said they were not parented. And she said, Parent, parents don't respect either. Um, and then she went on to say um, what you are responsible for, Um and, and, and granted, uh, sorry, because like I'm reading these messages all out of context. Um, and then she said, "Growing up without social media and cell phones was the way to go." And then she mentioned the Kardashian too, and I think that was when I was talking about um, uh, people working hard. Uh, and, and Christine, feel free to correct me. Um, and then she said. Some, uh, she said, that's all from my hardworking mama, three jobs and always dinner on uh, the table for the family every night. How do we get back to that, back to teaching responsibility by example? Um, and she's also, Tammy, um, the one that I was telling you about uh about being on the show. And I know this is not her, this is not like her like thing per se, but I know that like she would, she would do it um, because she always has like good things to, um, to say good things to, to, to offer. Um, and she said that she would be willing to, to, you know, come on and be a guest. Uh, we just have to figure out when, um, but 
I want to tie her to what you just said about mindset and what we always talk about on um, always talk about on butterfly evolution, and that is change. Here you have somebody who um, taught at the same school for 20 years, and most people, most teachers who have 20 years in, because I can tell you, I don't even have 20 years in. I, I got 12, and I'm like, mm, 18 more years, and I'm going to retire. But if I leave the state of Virginia, like, that all gets messed up. But here you have somebody who taught for 20 years and was, like, ready for the change. And I think that's how we have to be. No matter where you are, like, you have to always be ready and you have to do what makes you happy. Like, I see her Facebook post, and she is literally, like, enjoying life. Her husband is enjoying life. Her kids are enjoying life. Their family, like, it, like it's, it, it's really nice to see. I've also seen the same thing in Tamaria recently. Like, Tamaria, like, you should see Tamaria. I wake up, Tammy, and Tamaria... <laughs> To Mary would be on the couch and I'd be like, You okay? And Tamaria is literally in here, like on the computer, because Tamaria is serious about what she wants to do. And Tamaria is one of the smartest people that I know. And Tamaria has a lot of gifts. And Tamaria is finally starting to see like her own potential, like Tamaria is starting to see where her gifts can take her. So Tamaria literally like will be in here like all times of night. Me, on the other hand, like I'm going to bed, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> but Tamaria will be in here and I'll be like, you okay? Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night like, you okay? And like, yeah, I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm, I'm working on like my own stuff. I need to go to bed and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, it is four o'clock, <laughs> but Tamaria be in here and like, like you got like Tammy, uh, like you probably see like her videos and stuff like she's putting out. And granted, it's not like, it's not like Tamaria is like a millionaire. Like Tamaria like makes her own schedule. Like she still has a job that she has to get up for at eight o'clock in the morning. But Tamaria is like, you know what? I'm going to. N- like take my own self seriously and even though like things have not like shot off for her yet like you can tell like she is building up for something she may not be able to see it yet or she has not seen the manifestations of it yet but to Mary is like you know what like I am going to like do XYZ I'm going to stop Maybe she was listening to our previous shows, Tammy. But she's been like, 
you know what, I'm going to stop, like, putting all of this energy and effort to everything else and everybody else. And she's like, you know what, I'm going to take care of myself. And, like, I, I, and I said this the other day to her. I was like, you know what, like, things are going to jump off eventually. Like, I know that, like, she has her platform, like, I have mine. But I was like, something's going to jump off eventually. And, like, you know, because what she has to offer, somebody needs it. Somebody wants it. The key is all it takes is one time. All that, that, that is all it takes. And sometimes we have to be willing to do things that we've never been willing to do before. So when we talk about, like, mindsets, we always talk about, oh, I want to be blessed. Oh, I want to, like, achieve, like, the next level. Oh, I want, you know, this to be my, like, you know, annual income. And then we don't do anything differently. We want life to be better, but we don't want to be better. We want life to be different, but we don't want to be different. And sometimes you got to do that. Like you sometimes, I remember when I first moved back from New York and I heard Joel Osteen like preaching, preaching like it was like around the time that I first moved back to Northern Virginia from New York. And I remember hearing him say, sometimes you're, uh, it, it's not a setback, but you're, um, it's uh, set up for your comeback, and we mm-hmm. lose track of things, and we get we get so bogged down with the with, with with life. And yesterday, yesterday in our no, what's today? Tuesday. Yeah, yesterday we had our like welcome back for the staff. And there were, like, all of these different pictures on the screen, and you had to figure out, like, you had to, like, put the dot on which one was you. Well, I chose I chose the one that, that was the frog, and it said, do you know why frogs always happen? It said it eats everything that bugs them, right? And that was, like, the old, like that was the most positive <laughs> one on the screen, right? And it was, like, me and, like, five other people who, like, selected the frog. The rest of them were about stress and, like, sadness and all this other stuff. And so they were asking people to, like, share, like, why did you pick the the picture that you picked? And I said, listen, like, here's my thing. Like, I just choose to be happy. (laughs) Like, there's not a lot of things. There there are not a lot of things that are going to rattle me, that are going to upset me. Like, I I just don't live like that, (laughs) you know, but. Happiness is one of those things, to me, that comes from within. Because as long as you make, as long as you allow external things to make you happy, those same things can make you sad. If you allow people to make you happy, people can make you sad. If you allow people to make you laugh, those same people will make you cry. Like, you just got to learn how to find your niche. And and it doesn't mean that you're going to have a million dollars in the bank. But you just got to learn how to live in your area, live in your zone. Live 
within your means, like, and not just financially, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, like, where is your happy place? Where's your happy place? I know for Tammy, Tammy is, for those of you who are new to the show, Tammy has always said, like, she don't want any flowers. The worst thing you can do for Tammy is send her flowers. Tammy wants some ice from Sonic. <laughs> like, go and get Tammy a bucket of ice better than flowers. But, like, we, but, 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 but think about, like, we laugh about that, right? But, but think about how much that means to Tammy versus if I give, like, to Mary somebody, to Mary, but, like, what in the world is ice for? You know what I'm saying? But, like, we have to find our place. And it doesn't matter what it means to anybody else. My friend Christine, she she's a health she's a health person. Like she likes triathlon, she likes running and all this other stuff. Like you gotta find your place in life. And do it. So like with Tamaria, like and you should see the work that Tamaria does. And like now that like Tamaria's like Tamaria's like a hundred percent like going after what she wants. Like you should see the things that like Tamaria creates. She just like made some t shirts. My sister in law was here over the weekend and went online and like bought two of her t shirts. I think that's what Tamari told me. Like, yeah, yeah, Tamari said she did. <laughs> but like you've got to find your place in life and not worry about who is going to like co sign. We don't need co signers, man. We don't need co signers. Your credit is good enough for who you are trying to be, who you want to be. Your credit is good enough. You don't need a cosigner. Be who you want to be. I think about um, Carrie, who um, who is another teacher at our school who listens all the time. I don't know if she's listening tonight, but when everything started happening with the protests and George Floyd and everything, and Carrie was like, listen, I can't change the world. She's like, that is not me. She's like, I'm not, I'm not that person. She was like, however, she was like, how can I impact my little circle, my little bubble, like in the world? She was like, it, it's a little, it's a small little place. But she was like, how can I impact that little space? So she started a book club. Everybody doesn't have to be a YouTube sensation. You don't have to be an Instagram star. You don't have to be on TV. Find your place, your mind on those things that are positive, that are of good report. Focus on those things that will help you, your family, and at least one other person. Tammy, back over you. Oh, wow. Um, As we start to bring it to a close, I mean, there's not much to say um, other than, you know, find that place and own that place. And don't don't look outside. You have to go within. Um, 
I, 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 we are in trying times, you guys, but I'll, 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 I'll be honest with you. I don't think that this is going to be, and I hope that I'm wrong, but I don't think that this is going to be over like an end like we think it will end. Um, we, it's time to just stop playing with life and stop playing with people um, and stop playing with yourself. Um Ronnie, as you were talking, and we, we, I went back to the time about that. We were talking about how we just run from truth. I'll give you an example. I know you guys have probably seen this, and I'll turn it back over to you, Ronnie. Um, these stores that have masks are required, and then you go inside with your mask, but there are employees walking around with no mask. Like, what is the, what is the sign for? It's just, it's just, a, it's just a trick. It's just going with the flow. Like we, we, we have to put this up, but we don't have to abide. Um, just things like that. Be, just notice the tricks and all these things that that we see, but we don't see. Like we don't see all that behind it. Like with the light switch. Holly doesn't know all of that. With the water, it's amazing, uh, Rodney, when you hear, like, the water, and the, I heard the water story with you. Same thing with Bali, just overly fascinated with water, oh, to the point, like, trying to trick us so that she could get to the water, like, at that age. Um, if I could just get to the water and play, you know, just don't see the danger, don't have the fear um, not worrying about what they're going to do after they play with the water and the, get out of the water. They don't 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 know, don't care. Um, they're not trying to get to the next moment. They're embracing where they are and with what they see. So um, I'd love to get back to that place of freedom. Where I'm, I'm doing, not doing, being, not being. I'm, I'm just free. I'm not caught up in those things that I cannot change. Um. So, and and I am, I am getting there. Rodney, we were out shopping for something specific, and I look at things for those who. Well, Rodney, you've been to my house. I, I had, I think I had every something for everything. Everything's in its place. And I was looking at things like, wow, how like garbage cans that cost hundreds of dollars. So we, we I'm supposed to get this and put trash in it? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I was looking at things so different. Like even with the, I remember the, and I think I shared this, the, the um, ear, the little ear things. Um, Oh, Q-tips, little Q-tips. Um, I saw a Q-tip hold the cutest little thing, and I was just like, do we really, all these little things, do we really need them? And how much money we spend, Not maybe not how much money, but how much time we give of ourselves to get things that really don't matter. I mean, they just, it just really doesn't matter. It keeps us bound so far away from that freedom. So I that was that was this week and I thought, wow, I I am really I've crossed a hurdle here. Like 
things that used to be cute and and all that. Look at my cute. Cute is not freedom. Like not that kind of cute. That kind of cute keeps me employed. <laughs> and my time <laughs> and my life is worth more than that garbage can or that um whatever. Like it's just insane. Less is so much more to me. Less is becoming so much more to me. And all that I really need is is food, shelter, rest, people around me that love me, um, time to think so that no one has to tell me that my grandbaby, to remind me that my grandbaby is in the back seat, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so it's just, it's just so, it seems so simple if we could just get back to the basics where sitting on the front porch was better than going to a movie. Sitting on the porch talking and sharing and with family and friends is better than going to a club. You know, just simple pleasure of life. Um, I think we miss out on a lot because we're so attached to technology and the ways of this world. And it's killing the brain cells. So, back over to you, Rodney. Oh, man. Timmy, I know we're winding down here, but I, I got to say that, that, that this conversation um, has been extremely helpful. Um, and I know, <laughs> like most nights, um, we 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 don't really know where the conversation is going, but um, I think that is a trust that we have um, with each other as as friends as, as co-hosts, and that it's just going to work itself out. And and I'm glad that we went here tonight. I'm glad that we had this discussion because I think. Um, that it is very helpful for not only us, but for our listeners, um, you know, the people who listen to us live, the people who are going to listen to our show like later on. And please, you guys, um, if you ever want to reach out to us, um, don't hesitate to do so. Um, you can always call us. You can um, email us. You can reach out to us on social media. Um, you can reach out to us through uh, Blog Talk. Um, and uh, Tammy, I don't know if Samaria told you the other, uh, maybe two weeks ago, she was doing her so her show her show um, her podcast, and somebody uh, chimed in from where were they, Samaria? Indonesia, something. <laughs> India. Somebody chimed in to Samaria's podcast from India. So you just never know um, who's listening. Um, and Tamaria is oh, wow. even on um, iHeartRadio now. Um, she's on a few different platforms. Uh, so please check her out. She tries to uh, she tries to um, do a show every other Sunday um, around seven. Um, she also does Zumba. Um, every other Wednesday at seven, uh, so definitely uh, keep an eye out for that. But um, Tammy, I think this is, you know, again one of the many reasons why this show is so important. I think that you know 
we just never know um, who is impacted by our show, um, even if it's just us. Um, and for you guys who've been listening to us for years, you guys who've been listening to us, um, you know, you know, just recently, like we never prep for a show. There might be a conversation, you know, maybe like on a Thursday or Friday, like, Hey, what do you think about this? But there's never like an in-depth conversation, um, with these shows. Um, we just like think of stuff and sometimes we don't think of stuff and we just go with it because our our platform will always be the same. We are about transformation. We are about helping people move forward and move upward. Tammy, before I turn it back over to you, I do have um an announcement. Um People have been buying my book, my child of being black book. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. So my friend Christine, who I mentioned earlier, um, she bought it um, a few weeks ago, and she's been reading it. Um, but Tamaria um, has some friends uh, who's who's bought it, <laughs> um, and they've you know um, reached out to her and. Um, one one young lady took a picture, um, but people uh, and then they're they're like teachers at at, at my school who bought it recently, um, and then they're like principals who bought it in in the county where I work and and where we live, um, and it's funny because I told to Mary the other day maybe it was last week or week before, um, the last time my like. Like I looked at the bestsellers rank, like my book was in like the four millions, and then I looked up one day, and the book was I think like in the one hundred thousand, like, like it had dropped like that much, like people, well I guess not dropped, like went upward, um, because people have been buying the my book tired of being black, so <laughs> thank you to everybody who's who's purchased the book. Thank you um, to you guys who have read it. Um, I always appreciate the feedback, um, but uh, I I, I am really just grateful uh, for everybody who has purchased and read or, you know, supported uh, my book, Tired of Being Black. You can also uh, purchase and read my book, From the Heart of a Teacher, um, and uh, my plan is to release my first ever novel. I don't know if it's going to end up being a novel by the time I'm done with it. Um, I think right now it is it, it is classified as one because of how long it is. But um, I am planning to release my my next book, um, which is not just my thoughts, but there's an actual storyline to it, um, and um, I'm planning to release it next year 2021 um i want to get through the election and all of that stuff so next year be on the lookout for my book uh brothers from another color be on the lookout for it. it's coming tammy back over to you oh i am good thank you everyone for tuning in with us tonight and please come back next week we're going to move into um 
the mindset. So we, we will touch on that for sure. What else, we don't know, but we'll, we'll touch on that. So please uh, come prepared for, for that. Back over to you. Well, you guys, um, as always, thank you, and uh, we hope that you guys have a blessed week. Tammy, I don't know about you guys, but the weather is supposed to be really nice this week, other than the fact that it's supposed to rain like every day. But the weather is supposed to be really nice this week. So uh, I know Tamaria and I, Tamaria, um, was trying to like record her Zumba class uh, for tomorrow, but um, we're gonna uh, get together and uh, go out on Thursday. We haven't quite figured out what we what we're going to do. I know the last time we went to uh, the MGM Casino. Um, we went there a few weeks ago uh, when baseball season restarted, and um, we went to the restaurant there and had a good time. And then we went inside and gambled a little bit. Um, but uh, we had a great time. Uh, we're going to uh, go out Thursday. Um, but to everyone listening to our show tonight, thank you again. We appreciate your support. We hope that you guys have a blessed week. We hope that you have a great night, and we'll see you again next Tuesday. Same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Tell them, Mark.